Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Hey, thanks for listening to Dirt and Spray On Demand, a Service Patriots podcast. Service Patriots is your home comfort solution for all your heating and air conditioning needs. Check out the latest special offers for our listeners at servicepatriots.com slash the fan. It's time for Dirt and Spring. We have a trophy here that we're going to present. It's the World Championship Trophy, and it goes to the World Champion, Portland Trailblazers. With Andy Dirt Johnson. You are going to go back to throw the ball. Sets up, looks, throws toward the corner of the end zone. It is intercepted! Intercepted! The knocks out of the ball! Down to the 35, the 40. Kenny Wayne's going to score! Kenny Wayne's going to score! And Brendan Sprague. Smith hands to Simonton. Simonton around the corner. Dirt and Sprague on 1080. The fan. All right, 602 in the Rose City. Time for Dirt and Spray on Portland Sports Leader 1080 The Fan. Happy Tuesday, everybody. What is happening? What's quacking in? You look good over there, buddy. You Thank look you. good. Thank you. Green and yellow looks good on you. I appreciate it. I'm a native Oregonian. I know it does. I think you should be a Green Bay Packer fan, too, now at oh, this point. Come God. on. Ducks and Packers. Make it a whole thing. Start rooting for West Lynn. You're three for three. You only need one color scheme in your whole life. I, uh, I've i got my fingernails did. <laughs> there you go. They I've look good. i little O's. Yeah, show those off to the camera. One of my buddies, uh, big old, I don't know what you call these hats. These. Uh, it's not really a bucket hat. It's like a sense. A stylistic buckle, bucket hat. Yeah, a little bit. Like a wide build, kind of for yard work or boozing in the summer, one of the two. Can you see the jersey? There's a jersey oh, under here. Oh, we got a jersey? What okay. number am I wearing? Oh, that's a fun oh, game we could play. $50 on the line, Schultz. 50 bucks. Who am I wearing? What Man. number is this? this sucks. I, I caught you half getting dressed, too. You, you each get see the number. one <laughs> guess. <laughs> one guess. One guess. Who I'll, could randomly be worn? Of I'll, my Skoducks. I'll throw 10 out there because number that's 10? That's a couple. That was Scout Herbert. Scout Okay. Bo Nix. Well, it's Herbert or Bo Nix. So you, hmm. can, you can have your Herbert jersey from 2018 and okay. it still works. The level That's of disrespect to DJ Dixon or, oh. or Dennis Dixon, DJ oh. Davis. Oh. It's been a lot of 10s over the years. Some good 10s. Well, but if he's wearing something from 2009, I commend I commend you. A 10. A effing 10. It's got a silver O on the front. And yeah. I'm, try, I'm, think, I'm trying to think. This is, I think, a foregone era of Oregon football with ah. the silver O on the front. You would be correct. Maybe a 2012-ish jersey, oh. 2013-ish jersey. Oh, you're in the wheelhouse. I'm going that way. I'm going to go Royce Freeman, randomly. Oh. Oh, oh. not good. I was on a good start, and then, oh. I, and then I faded. I got cold there. Ha, da, 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 cold. I, I asked this, uh, you know, I think we all get players mixed in our heads. Was Freeman... We're talking Freeman 2012? What year was he? Uh, I thought he was like a 2015-16 guy. He was, I mean, I think he start, He played, he was a four-year starter. I know, but, well, I guess that would make sense. Let me look up his college numbers. I think he was a true four-year guy, because he played yes. as a freshman. I think he's their all-time leading rusher. Uh, I believe you are correct on that one. I believe, I believe. So, let's see, he started, he was a third-round pick, I know that. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, you were right, 14 was his first year. 2014. So it's a, it's a little before his time. A little bit before his time. If I show you the number, will you guess it? I, sh I hope so, if I know the era. Can I give you one hint before <laughs> I reveal my big jersey reveal? Yes, you can. Please do. This guy is popular amongst Oregon State 
football fans. It's a Thomas Tyner jersey. <laughs> Is it a like no. before Tyner? Before Tyner is popular amongst Tyner. Oregon State fans. Just like a smidge before what you just referenced <laughs> with Royce Freeman. Because I know Ty- Tyner was a Beaver too. He was one of the few, maybe the only Duck and Beaver. He is famous for Oregon State fans for a funny reason, not because he played for both teams. He didn't pull an Atticus Sapping. Okay, uh, now I'm going to start guessing Joey Harrington. But that's a little bit too far back for five picks. We're yeah. not going to go quite that far. Not quite Who's that far. Jersey, Who else did something stupid in the Civil? It had to he be didn't something. do something stupid. Uh, it was up. yeah. It was more a play where it was like, "We're losing, but hell yeah!" <laughs> <laughs> Got to be quarterback then, right? I'm struggling right now. I yeah, don't know if I can. That's okay. I'll, I'll just show that's it. That's an you. interesting bit of history. Actually, right Actually, should I leave it and wait for the reveal at the end? <laughs> sure, we can wait throughout. I'm the show. a little afraid Jesus. the payoff's not going to quite be there with the player. <laughs> It'll be a total letdown. But I'm genuinely curious now. Well, I have a question because I borrowed almost all. You provided these decals, yes. my fingernails, my chains. You look awesome, man. You look good over there. But my buddy gave me his pullover, the jersey, the stylistic bucket hat, and. Uh, I'm afraid that the payoff will not be good enough because I don't know if the player was ever good enough for you to go, oh, that's the guy. I think that's what you're going to kind of do. It's more so I love the random reasons that we get and buy jerseys and why, because the way you're saying this doesn't make it sound like it's an all-time great duck. No, it's like, not. It's not like, a, like, ooh, I have to get that. So it's more of like a random jersey buy. I'm, I'm almost kind of wondering, I didn't ask my friend this, but now that I'm thinking about it, I'm almost wondering why he bought this jersey. Like, of all the jerseys, why'd you get this guy? Of that era, yeah. you mentioned a 10. That's there was a, a 10 as the quarterback of this team. That's a good era. But it wasn't the 10 you mentioned. Huh. It's not a Justin Roper jersey. Oh, no, it's not a number 10. I'm sorry. <laughs> not a I number was going to say. I was like, thinking of Darren like, Thomas, yeah. but he's 11. Yeah, Darren Thomas. No, Darren Thomas was, was five. And one. He switched to one. His, uh, I believe in the Are National you lying to me? Was he five? He was wearing one. Uh, I have 11 in my no, brain. He, he switched away from a number, but I don't know if it was five. No, I think uh, maybe you're right. Maybe you're, maybe your number. Maybe well, I now I have to look that up. Well, like, I we just... can't just move on without having the answer. No, in the in the natty, he wore number one, but I can't remember what he wore. Mm. Uh, he was. I am seeing a one and a five. I believe he was one to start his career. Five, Dan, and it. then five in his last year. All right, because uh, in the Rose Bowl jersey against Wisconsin, he was number five. In the national title mm. against Auburn, he was number one. Well, and then he was an Arena go. League linebacker. He was. The arena Portland Trout. Shout out to the lightning, crackle, and thunder. The Portland Trout. <laughs> uh, I'll just pay it off now because okay. I don't think the player's really going to. The suspense is killing me at this point. Is it? It is kind of. I think you're going to be underwhelmed. Oh, I mean, I'm totally going to be underwhelmed, but it'll be a fun walk down memory line to look at the number and see who the hell who it is. Who is this player? Behind door number one. Who could it be? By the way, for all those 10-year-olds on <laughs> yeah. YouTube, yeah. pre-NIL. What player was this number? <laughs> I got. We're getting somebody to take their uh, number twenty. Now, who do you think, John Boyette? Yep, I would have wow. gone Matthew Harper. Matthew Harper was a really good number twenty who had a game ceiling interception against USC in two thousand and seven. Yeah, I think this is a little later though. John Boyette. Why do Beaver fans like John Boyette? Because he got he arrested, rocked by uh, Quiz in the Civil War. At oh, okay, touche. That's like touché. one of their iconic plays of that really crappy Beaver team <laughs> that he got trucked in. The I game. was at that game, and it was uh, like in the press box. Quiz ran him over. I was like, oh. <laughs> but they were down twenty, so it didn't I'm surprised. Yeah, I'm surprised it wasn't like a because he he found himself in some legal trouble when he got to the NFL. Yeah, whomst amongst <laughs> us has him? You know, come on. <laughs> I was in the NFL. I used to get arrested every week. Who yeah. hasn't gotten drunk and like what did he do? He stole a car or something. He was something along those lines. Did he pull a Rosillo? He got <laughs> naked and he laid on someone's couch. Walked That's into okay. the wrong <laughs> apartment. A John Boyette jersey, though, is super random. Is it's your friend, very random. Is your friend white? Is he a white? He's a Mexican. Oh, okay. And he went John Boyette. Yeah, huh? Espanol. Interesting. John Boyette, famous in the Mexican community, I found out. Yeah, big time in the Mexican community. Huge. They have a mural in his house. I'm <laughs> like, why do you have John Boyette on your wall? He's, he's a legend, man. <laughs> you know, he's the I homie. mean, he was a good safety at Oregon. I'll he give actually him that. was a good player. He yeah. was a good player. He was a good, good college He'd player. come down and lay the wood, just not against Quiz Rogers, evidently. I, uh... 
I, I I I don't I don't dress this way as a Beaver fan. I, I this is you look crazy. Fan, you look fantastic, man. I'm excited to talk about our future quarterback together today. The future is very bright. Look at this. Dan Lanning's making moves. Now, what do you want from me? Is this about as much as you need from me, or do I need to be like, yeah, we energy. got both quarterbacks. Good. I need positive energy on Oregon football all day. I need three hours of Oregon positive energy well, talking I, about how many natties Dan Lanning is going to you win. You guys are the <laughs> off season national champions every year. You're the last. Damn right four or we five are. Years, man. You're damn right we are. Nobody wins the offseason quite like Oregon. I love that at line of attack from Beaver fan. I got that a couple of times last night. Our old uh, digital dam jumped in and said, "Oh, look at that offseason natty!" And then when you responded, there was a Beaver <laughs> fan. Nobody likes winning the offseason more than Oregon. <laughs> <laughs> And I just, I, first off, God bless Beaver fan for still taking shots. Like, hell yeah, dude. The rivalry's still on. You're the Monty Python. Like, <laughs> you better no, not lose to us Mountain West folk. <laughs> you're the no arms, no legs Monty Python guy that's like bobbing up and down on your stub. Like, still taking shots. I respect the hustle. I respect the petty. I would be the same exact way as a fan. God bless you. I'm not going to take punches down. But I do enjoy the notion of like off season not mattering in college football. Like, like, does recruiting not matter? It only matters for your favorite team. It only okay. It only so matters, Oregon okay. State, they <laughs> might pull in Malik nice. Murphy. That will be the biggest move of the offseason in the Pac-2. It'd be ma- that would be a massive move. Would, would you be winning the offseason? I I would think so. You You've got a right former four-star, highly touted high school quarterback. That'd be a big deal yeah. to bring him in. Like acquiring talent is the first step to winning college football games. Who wins national championships every year? Teams that are top five recruiters in the country, like that—that's how this sport works. And every time I see that line of attack, I think first, God bless you. Second, are you new here? Do we do we not know how college football works? Jimmy's have we not the Joes. have we not been following the sport for our entire Jimmy's lives? In the Joes, you don't get a lot of random two-star teams that go on to win national championships. It's a lot of Georgias and Alabamas, and they recruit at the top level. Well, not to mention the last two to three seasons too. I mean, before that, obviously, like the NFL offseason, one of the biggest sporting events in all. You know, you go through the year, and people are tuning into the NFL Network. You know, just as much as they are in September to know who's signing with their teams. Now with NIL and basically college free agency it's the same thing in college football i mean it becomes these 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 transfers and signings now that this is like free agency and it's when you see the dante moore hit your phone it's like oh this is big kid gets a couple mil all right i mean this this feels like free agency i well it is free agency i uh i saw usc lost two defensive players and there's two schools of thought here there's ooh, those are freshmen they just got there they were highly coveted but there's also did you see our defense? I don't really care who leaves as long as Bear is the only one that's left on is the he defensive back? line. I thought he was going to the NFL. I, I the message board thing I saw said that he said he was still around. He's still there. Okay. I, don't, I don't know. Uh, maybe he'll leave. But uh, what I found funny was that was kind of the back and forth, the discord, uh, the discourse, and um, they they announced that they picked up a three star offensive lineman. <laughs> And that did not sit well. USC is not, uh, they don't like to see that three. They, they need a four or they have to have a five. The seeing the three is like, ah, cool, he'll play in three years. I mean, it is funny because we all have examples of our teams, too, of guys who we never cared about when they signed, and then they go on to be great players. You it's know like, me. Every I fan base is that way. Yeah, you know, the only couple players I remember hearing about, like the program was screaming about them. Uh, Ryan Nall was a really big deal for them. He came, was also yeah. the local product. Came in like a wrecking Nall. And uh, uh, Hodgins? Um, no, not Hodgins. Uh, uh, God, Coletto. Jack Coletto. Huh? Riley was obsessed with Jack Coletto. <laughs> and then, like, you know, his career played. I'm like, I kind of get why a guy like Mike Riley would be obsessed with Jack Coletto. Yeah. He's a Swiss Army knife. He, he plays could, everything. He could do a little bit of everything. And I, they're, they bet others. Obviously, Isaac Sayamalo's come through there, but sure. he's the. Son and he played up the high school up the road, so it's like they've had some good ones. But I remember those two names specifically. I had people like, "Hey, the Snow guy." <laughs> yeah, no, it was Oregon fans did the same thing yesterday. They got a commitment from a running back from like a Division two school. Nobody had ever heard of him before, and it was like commitment. And everybody was waiting for some of these big names like Dante Moore to commit. And they're like, "Really? This is who we're getting? A guy from a D two school?" And people immediately pointed out, "Like, did we forget where Legarrette Blunt came from? He came from East Mississippi Community College and turned out to have a pretty good career, punching people in the face." Yeah, one of our listeners, Noel, is wondering. I just started watching for the first time. What in the wide world of sports is happening with this duck costume? Yeah, go ducks, baby! Go ducks! This is uh, this is the result of being loyal. <laughs> To the soil. 
I bet on Oregon State, cover point spread. I mean, in terms of punishment, this one's pretty, this is pretty weak. I went through this yesterday with my 11-year-old because uh-huh. she wasn't aware of what was happening when yeah. you did what you've done. Yeah, like walk around the office naked in a cheerleader suit. I, I, to me, I, I know you could, you cite the henna neck tattoo, and, and while I will admit, <laughs> when you did it, it was funny, it looked hilarious. I think we can agree, once the glup like fell off. Yeah, it took a week and it, then it wasn't was gone. as noticeable as no. I thought it would be. Looked like I had a hickey for the month of December. And I did say that your cheerleader one was easily the worst. Easily the worst. Bet payoff. And I, I without would, a doubt. We would never do that anymore. No. Uh but nor do I have the figure to pull it off anymore. I think your figure's gotten better <laughs> from where it was when <laughs> yeah, you wore that out. You think the cheerleader that. dad bot is a little bit better now? Yeah, I think it's okay. a little better. Schultz right. looks confused because yeah. he doesn't know. I don't no, think Schultz listens to the show. So I'll tell you, he had to wear I bought Schultzy. I went to Lovers, and I bought an extra large women's cheerleading outfit, and he wore that around our office with like a big sign that said "Beavers are better than ducks" or something. And he went and told everybody in the office, and then I made him take off the thong in the cheerleader outfit, and I put it back in the packaging and I returned it. So, I, I kind of want to vomit. There's I mean, a gal I, the, that the shared thong a thong part, with Andy Der Johnson. As far as dirt walking around in the cheerleading outfit, that sounds great. Thank you. <laughs> he did have Thank one you. year. I did also note, like I said, hey, he's probably had the worst punishment. <laughs> he's also had the weakest one where he was supposed to sing our fight song, and he like half-heartedly did it. And he like, eh, yeah, we did the singing yeah, thing man. for a couple of years. The this, singing thing was yeah, not very good. It was okay. We made a couple Christmas songs out of it. but Yeah, this is better than uh, than having to chug a can of soup. Yeah. Having I, a chug a can point. of soup would not have been fun. I would not want to do that. Nor wearing a binky the entire show. That would not have been fun. That would have been funny, though. It Visually, would, that yeah. would have been funny. I was I forgot to do it yesterday. I went Christmas shopping with my daughter all day, and I forgot to pop into the duck store one more time because I'm looking for, like, the... I don't think you have, like, a, a, a bill, like a duck bill that goes over your nose on your face. <laughs> yes, they do. Don't they have that? It's a thing, right? A yes. duck bill? They sell those, Couldn't yeah. find that at the duck store. Well, I like, know they have, like, the little mouthpiece things that you put in in and your it makes mouth, like the, the and you sound. can make the duck sound. Oh, yeah, I don't know about yeah. the nose. <laughs> yes, that's a pretty good duck yeah. sound right there. That's about as good as it gets for me. I wish I could talk like that, then I'd sound like Donald Duck. You could totally pull it off. What? But you just can't talk in that voice. That's the hard... I can make the sound. I can't... Yeah, I can't talk in that... Whatever that is, yeah, that sound. Practiced, you could do it. Hey, Sko Ducks, baby. Wait till you see my costume tomorrow. It's our Christmas episode. I got a hat planned out for you. What do you mean? I'm wearing a special hat for the show tomorrow. It's our last show. Really? Yeah. Is it the one where if, uh, <laughs> Uncle Eddie, the, uh, the snow slopes... It like, is not, it is not Eat Uncle the Eddie. microwave up for 30 seconds, not, you piss your pants and not, forget who you are? Not quite that, but I might. You want me to wear my Griswold jersey in tomorrow? I can wear my Griswold jersey in. I'm I'm wearing a onesie, so you, I want you to wear whatever <laughs> you have. Oh, if you're wearing a Griswold jersey. Oh I have God. a Christmas onesie tomorrow that I cannot wait to show off. All right, we'll dress up for the last day tomorrow. It's Christmas, for yeah. God's sake. I'll wear my Christmas vacation sweater. Schultz, I, I got to be honest with you. We need to get going here. <laughs> I almost pranked you, and I, I'm glad I stopped myself. I was going to tell you that on our last three shows, we like to go all out because it's the end of the year, and I was going to tell you on this day, we dress in tuxedos or the closest thing to a tuxedo, and I was going to tell you to wear yours, and I think you would have done it because you're a big team guy. <laughs> big team player. And then you would have right. come in and seen dirt in a Winco pullover <laughs> and me decked out in duck gear. <laughs> and you would have just felt ridiculous. I would have been the Jim Halpert of yes. the, uh, the, the, the 1080 The Fan. Ironically dude. dressing up. Yeah. Oh, you're wearing a suit today, huh? Looking good, Schultzy. Well, despite my outfit, we've got a great show today. We do. We have a wonderful show. Uh, let's get going. It is a Tuesday that feels like a Thursday because of the way the week is for us. We got the mail sack to get to at 8.15. Any and all questions are welcome at the Vancouver Ford text line. Dirt and Sprague, we get it going next on The Fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This is Dirt and Sprague on 1080 The Fan. All right, the tweet's out there. Somebody says I look like a homeless guy. Uh, I think you look terrific, man. You, you look like a business leader. Look like somebody who is taking charge in society, no, you causing positive change in the world. <laughs> I feel like I'm taking charge in Jurassic Park with this hat. <laughs> Cracking! <laughs> ready to go fishing. Don't bro. move! He can't see if you don't move. Ready to go lasso a wild animal, man. Come on. Why do we do that? Why do we put these hats on and we want to do Australian accents? <laughs> it just immediately comes out, doesn't it? <laughs> it does, yeah. Now that's a knife. That's an alligator. What's that guy doing? The Crocodile Dundee guy. I wonder what happened to Crocodile Dundee. He's got to be just retired living the dream life in Australia now, right? Didn't they try and redo Crocodile Dundee? Uh, Did they like make a new version of it? I thought they made a new one, didn't they? Mm, I know Paul Hogan had health problems, and then oh, that's too bad. I like Paul Hogan, but that's the last that I saw on. God, I had such a crush on that. Uh, Paul Hogan is still alive. He is eighty-four years old. He's eighty-four. Eighty-four years old. He was good for him to have that film out it because at that point in his life, he was cut up, man. Yes, he was. That was a tough sob in the day. That was peak. Like, uh, yeah, peak Australian badass. It absolutely was. Um, All right. If anybody's tuning in and seeing this, I am paying off the Civil War bet we made. I took Oregon State, obviously, and my coach left, and then he dumped his clothes at the Goodwill, and I put the Goodwill clothes that I found on. That's right. No, I didn't. These are all my friends' clothes. And Dirt gave me the uh, face decals and this necklace. You got to have the decals. I mean, come on. The decal. You're, you're not at a college football game without decals on your face. I, people do this every weekend, and I'm every amazed. Weekend. I'm amazed. And you got to go home, and you got to scrub them off. Oh, it's always God. funny to think the people who go all out to dress up for games, and then their team loses. Like, how sad that is in the mirror, washing the face paint off at the end of the night. <laughs> I picture the Ohio State guy who's yeah. bald and has the whole head painted, like him driving home after Michigan wins again. Damn it! <laughs> the big nut. He's got to go scrub his forehead, <laughs> man. Big is that what he calls himself? The, he calls himself the big nut? I mean, they're the Buckeyes. The Buckeye is a nut. That's he's true. a big fan. I think it's called him the Big nuts. Run with it. Patrick says, don't do drugs, kids. Say no to drugs. (laughs) (laughs) All the rivalry talk will continue. Um, I I wanted to start with something. We're already against it, but I wanted to start in sports misery, if you guys would oblige me. I'll allow it. The Detroit Pistons lost their 24th straight game last night to the Atlanta Hawks. They have not won a game since the World Series was on. Yes, I believe it was September. Let's see. <laughs> Not really, but like it feels like that long ago. Their last win. October 28th. October 20, wow. Saturday, October 28th. Yeah. They beat the Bulls 118 to 102. They were 2 and 1 out of the gate. They were above 500. Three games into the season. Dude, when Coach Williams is bringing up his, his dead wife, rest in peace, and like experiencing personal tragedies and comparing that to the 24-game losing streak, you, you know it's bad. Oh, that has got to be a down lock. Schultzy, that's a good thing to bring up because you know why? There's a lot of chatter. Not that the Pistons had expectations. There's a lot of chatter. This is getting so bad because they didn't they didn't envision this. <laughs> that dude's making like $18 million a year as a coach. 18. In a league that needs the roster to be good for yes. that coach to look good. Yes. They're really, there's rumblings that they might blow the whole thing up and they just assembled it. They might fire Monty. Troy Reaver is their general manager, former player. They might just scrap the whole thing because of how bad this is. We talked yesterday how college football fan, all of them are miserable, except like four fan bases, maybe. Even Georgia fan are like complaining right now. How did we not get in the playoffs? Oh, you don't think Texas fan is ecstatic and in the same way like... 
really? We're going to play Washington? Why couldn't we play Michigan? Like, everybody gets mad about something. I don't know if there's a more miserable sports fan that exists in pro sports. Can you one-up Detroit Piston fan right now? Uh, right now? Is Carolina Panther fan at the same level? I would argue yes. Because there was like 10... Did you see what tickets were going for that Falcon-Panther game? I would hope for free or you'd have to pay me to go to the game. 45 cents. Yeah, I mean, that's... Why would anybody... It was a downpour. Yeah. The Panthers are the worst team in the NFL and the Falcons suck. Terrible. Nobody wants to pay to watch Desmond Ritter play and Arthur Smith with his head up his ass not give the ball to his best player. He benched him again. He bet he had like eight total touches. He was a top ten pick in the draft. Oh they no! Won't give him the football. You're not wrong there. I meant he just announced today. Oh, he's the Ritter's Ritter yeah. again, and that'll solve it. That, <laughs> way to go! Nice job, Arthur. Well done. Heineke's definitely going to solve all your problems. Well, uh, well, well decided. Look, here's what I'll say. Right now, no. I mean, they've lost 24 games in a row. That's embarrassing. What's the longest losing streak in the history of the NBA? I'll have to go look it up, but... Because it has to be close. Like We've had teams win less than 10 games, but to have a 24-game losing streak... I think their next game is against Utah. If they don't beat the Utah Jazz, go look at the schedule. And 26 is your record. So they're two games away from tying. Go look at the schedule of the Detroit Pistons and tell me, if they don't beat Utah... Who will they beat? What team is going to go, it's the Pistons, half drunk, roll into the game. Oh, man, (laughs) I'm about to throw up. We're down 20 in Detroit right now. This is awful. (laughs) What team is that team going to be? I mean, they're not beating anybody. It's got to be a marquee team. It's got to be like the Clippers, right? Or LeBron and the Lakers. That nobody sees coming. Or Durant and the Suns. It's got to be a team you never expect to lose. Now, I don't know how I know this, but I believe the Utah Jazz have won two of their last three games. I'm going to go out on a limb and shoot from the hip and say that's a fact. Well, I think you'd know that because you watched them beat Portland by 30. I did, but I thought they won another game in the mix, too. So they're technically riding a bit of a heater right now. <laughs> Watch Jazz. out for the Utah Jazz. Now, they do have to go to Detroit. So tough place to play. Yeah. Got to go into Detroit. I don't know what the line is on that game. You can get in for 15 bucks though. And then, yeah, Brooklyn twice, Boston, Toronto, Houston, Utah, and then they start a road trip in early January. Toronto's a weird team because they're outside of the play-in tournament right now. Not that any of that matters today. But Toronto's a weird team in the sense of many think they're going to blow that situation up eventually. I mean, they should. What are we doing here? And that might be the team that, like, oh, Pistons, who cares? And then they, they're, they oh, we're down eight? Like, oh, no. <laughs> we can do this, We guys. lost. <laughs> we you can. don't want to be that team. You we, don't want to be the team that loses to that Pistons team. Can you guess the two teams who were tied for the longest losing streak in a single season? There's two of them at 26 games. So in the NBA? In the NBA. 76ers. The Philadelphia 76ers in 2013-2014. Dallas Mavericks. Not the Dallas Mavericks. Oh. Oh, it was actually one that I probably wouldn't have guessed. Mm, the Suns? Uh, no, it is a team, but not the year that you think it was. So the Cavs had the year where they drafted LeBron. No, it'd be earlier than that. They it's had some later than that. Later than that. The 2010-2011 Cavs lost 26 games in a row. That would, would have been the year LeBron oh. left, and they drafted Kyrie Irving number one overall. That's right. Okay, uh, that was the Kyrie Anthony Bennett kind of run they had. The all-time record, though, for consecutive when you wrap around seasons, do like the weird hit streak thing. Last yeah. season to this season is 28, owned by the 76ers from 15 to 16. Let's play this poll question, and then we'll go to some real stuff here that matters to everybody. Give me the teams in every sport. The Pistons in the NBA. I'm going to say the Panthers. Is it sad to say that I would still trade our places with the Pistons? Why? They've won you mean a like organizational They've history? They've won a championship in the last 15 hey. years? I don't want to be the Pistons. Okay, I'd rather have that. You're not bragging about we a title have, from, oh, what, oh, three? We haven't sniffed one in 30 years. And they we have, barely upped us. We barely. have four more wins than they do. They also won back-to-back titles in the late 80s, early 90s when we lost two championships, one to them. Well, they also needed our best player to win their 03 title. <laughs> that's fine. I would still take their history okay. over ours. Panthers, that's an idiotic statement. Panthers, we have six wins. They have two. We're four wins clear of them. They are We're going, not the Pistons. We have six wins. Stop, people. Wow. Our team sucks. How did you make this about the Blazers? I don't know. Because I saw this take yesterday. It's like, oh, at least we're not the Pistons. Like, I would take their 20 years over our last 20 years in a heartbeat. Really? They have an NBA championship. The Dame game winners? Yes, that's not an NBA championship. It felt like one. We're the Seattle Mariners of fans. We celebrate a divisional round moment. Look at this. Griffey scored. It was in the first round of the playoffs. Wow. It's embarrassing. Schultz. We've already got enough going on right now with our poor asses. And <laughs> it our is embarrassing. Schultz. I, I don't know what happened to this guy. What's I, your all time ALCS moment to point to? You don't have one. 
they got there and when they won 116 games, they lost. <laughs> sure, they lost. And then if we're going back to the Blazers, it's not like they've never won. So I mean, we I, had the Brandon Roy years too. You just they won in 1977. All you they disregarded were there in everything. and two, and almost there you know in what? 2000. Were you alive in 91, 92? No, but I was alive in 2000, <laughs> and I'm still disappointed about I it. I am too. It sucks. Our history sucks. Like, can we stop pretending like we have some great history? I still feel alive thinking about those Roy and Lillard winners. <laughs> First round series. Oh, it's so good. We got to the second round and then got swept. Nobody made statements in the first round like those Damian Lillard Blazers. (laughs) Or that Roy comeback against the Mavs. That you know what? That did feel like a championship. It did. Damn it. That was our championship. That's how sad our existence is. You're right. That's how sad it is. Thank you for doing that. What's Golden State's best first round moment? They can't even tell you because they win championships. Beating the Mavericks is an eight seed. (laughs) That easily has to be their best first round. That's now like the ninth best moment in the history of their organization. Ten years ago, it was their best. Now it's like, oh yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. We did that, didn't we? Now the Katie lay the Katie run doesn't count, so it's oh, technically okay. the fourth thing. Gotcha. Uh, okay, so it's Pistons, Panthers. What's the baseball? Who's the most I mean, depressing baseball team right now in the league? Be honest. Is it the Pirates? No, uh, I, I think Seattle fans I take the Seattle game. Fans. You think it's the Mariners? Okay, Be- all right. No, you don't sure have to explain. Pirates are going to spend more than okay. the Mariners. This well, season. that's debatable. Nobody has spent. The Pirates anything. have you know had a, at least a little more playoff yeah. success in the last handful of years than the Mariners. Jason went, Kendall, no gloves. Andrew McCutcheon, they had a couple of good runs they actually. Uh, Garrett Cole too. Yes. Uh, okay, Mariners, and then what's the hockey? I wouldn't know the hockey to save my life. It's got to be a Canadian team that sucked. Mm. Who's been the worst Canadian team? I mean, they've all been pretty bad. The Can- Canadian team has not won a Stanley Cup or played for a Stanley I Cup know. in a long time. That's why I'm picking a Canadian team. I still think I'm going to go Arizona. They have no fan base. There's okay. no. I'll they play Coyotes. in a college stadium that's like 5,000 people. Okay. The Winterhawks have a bigger stadium than they do. You ranting about the Blazers during a Pistons losing streak segment is completely railroaded the clock. And you have ruined our football segment. You're welcome. You're welcome. That's what I'm here for. I hate you. I hate you. We're not that good. Can we stop acting like we're good? Four games better. Hey, at least we're not the Pistons, man. We have six wins. Why did you need to bring us down? It's Christmas time, man. I I, I want to rant about that today. I'm going to get to that at 6:45. I digress. Let's talk a little NFL. What happened last night and how it sets up for the future? Next on the fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.
This is Dirt and Sprague gone 1080, The Fan. Dirt, what am I to do with the Eagles now? I don't know. It's a good question. I, uh, I, I had this, I wouldn't call it a rant, but I, I went off on this last week, and, and I, I kind of truly meant it. I, mm-hmm. I don't know how to sort out the National Football League. I, I know it's always been a little wild, unpredictable football will football, and you know, we'll eliminate Florida State from being able to compete, and they if they could compete, and maybe they pull an upset, right? Like, football has always been weird to us in our lives. I don't know why, or maybe I'm in the moment too much. It just feels like this year of the NFL, it feels less predictable than even other years where there's unpredictability. Yeah, I, I would say, I, I, I look at the NFC, and I think there's only one team that I truly trust, and it's the team that I've picked to win the Super Bowl from the start of the year, and it's San Francisco. And I don't know if anything even last night would have changed my mind on that. I've seen San Francisco and Philly play in Philly, and now with that loss, that basically locks up home field advantage for San Francisco. We'll wait and see. Crazy things could happen in this sport. But as of now, it looks like they got the the front-runner spot for that. I, I think it, when I look at Philly – their issues are they're not as talented and as elite as they were all over the place last year, and their quarterback play has regressed. And when you combine those two things together, Jalen Hurts had an unbelievable statistical season last year. He did. And I think everybody wondered in the moment, is this what is going to be or is this what it was? And just by that, I mean there's a lot of guys that have really good years. It's the right system. It's the right fit. All the pieces around them are perfect, and everything just clicks. It doesn't mean that it's going to happen year in and year out. That's what's the difference between the top three or four guys in the league because they can do it year in and year out, and the guys who are a flash in the pan and have good years and bad years and go up and go down. Josh Allen has had a little bit of this in his career. For sure. Three years ago, it was it was like, oh, my God, this guy's the best quarterback in the league. He loses an offensive coordinator. They can't run the football. The defense misses a piece or two, and all of a sudden it's like, hey, what's wrong with Josh Allen? and he's turning the ball over too much. Jalen Hurts is having a bad year. Like, the fact that a month ago we were to having... To his standards and MVP To his standards from last yes. year, like, he's... Well, for a standard of a franchise top-five quarterback, he's got 19 touchdowns and 12 picks this year, dude. He threw two picks in the second half and the fourth quarter of that game that cost him the game. The last possession, he chucked a ball up into double coverage when you don't need to do it. They had one going, taking a shot to the end zone that, sure, you could have called P.I., but I'm kind of glad they didn't call it because they were both fighting in the end zone. Like, why are you taking shots there? You got the lead in the game. Run the football. I just He's not having a good year. Three straight weeks they have lost. San Francisco, Dallas, Seattle. He's gone over 200 passing yards in one of those games. He's thrown one touchdown down and then through two picks last night he's on a rough stretch right now uh that he is i i think um w- what's really hard to figure out is is this a philly coaching problem because i i don't is it a personnel problem i'm not i'm not equipped enough to know through like true x's and o's knowledge what the answer to that question is but i i do find it a little funny like i, I don't i don't really hate the eagles i don't really they don't move me I used to root for them once in a while when they had Ray Rhodes, and yeah. then Andy Reid came in. And I liked that team; they were fun. I liked the little, you know, the Eagle decal. But I don't know, man. There was something about them getting and losing a Super Bowl that came off like this arrogance of "we won it." And you saw it with Sirianni in Kansas City like a month or month and a half ago, screaming at Chief Fan in the tunnel. How about that now? Like, how's that going for you, buddy? Yeah. You lost your D coordinator. You lost your offensive coordinator. How's how's all that going for you? And then he made a D coordinator change this week. He did for this game. The the pencil uh, NASA uh, scientist who doesn't use the pencil ever. So no. I'm always wondering why does he have a pencil in his ear? It's just for the look of it. It looks cool. It has to be just for the look because makes you look smarter. Not using it. If you see somebody with a pencil in their ear, you immediately think. That guy's smart. Well, and I, I feel bad because Seahawks fan, we we're not trying to slight you here. We were, we wanted to pull. I wanted to pull the Ray, the Vrabel cut and the Drew Lock post game interview. Our systems crashed, so we can't pull audio right now. It's a pain in the ass. I feel bad. I thought Locke was really good last night to Lisa Salters. The I, interview was really cool. Yeah. Well, I I just I know we don't root for Drew Lock or we don't really care, but like I think what we overlook in media and fandom. Those moments matter a great deal to these people. Oh, it's massive. Tommy DeVito's dad nearly crying in the stands and the camera showing him because his son is playing for the dream home state team. Lifetime memory. And beating the Green Bay Packers on Monday Night Football. I can't fathom having that moment as a parent. And I know we kind of just gloss over that stuff because, oh, Drew Locke sucks. That was a great moment. That was a great throw, but 
an even better catch, in my opinion, by yes, Smith and Jigba. The one to Metcalf was a better throw. That unbelievable. Was a, that was a really good throw. I mean, they that both was were an good unbelievable th- one. Throws, what what yeah. do you have, Schultz, here? Oh, I have our, our radio call if you want to. Oh, you have it? Okay, oh, here we go. In. So here's the radio call. Block from the shotgun. JSN is wide to the far side. Drew looks, throws that way. Got JSN. He reaches up. Makes the catch. Touchdown. <laughs> Seahawks. Holy catfish. What a throw by Drew Locke. What an over-the-shoulder catch by Jackson Smith and Jigba. An insane catch. That holy was, catfish. Holy catfish. is a. Could you pull the holy catfish just as a drop, Schultz? I'd appreciate that. <laughs> But I mean that was he put the throw there, but to catch that by the fingertips, I couldn't believe it. Yeah, I could not believe Philly lost that game last night. I, mean, I should, but in the sense of playoff positioning, I couldn't believe they had that letdown spot. I mean, if you win that game, you're not locking up the NFC East, but it's it's close because Dallas has to go to Miami this weekend. You get what game advantage on them just after losing? They just lost yesterday or two days ago to Buffalo, and they had a chance to get a leg up and stay in contention for the number one seed. You lose that game, and a lot of that stuff could be out the window. We'll see how the next couple of weeks go. The the, the Drew Lock thing you're right on. Of uh, it's it, it's a footnote for us. We're gonna move on. You won't remember the Drew Lock game in five years that's a lifetime memory for that guy and those kind of moments are always cool our boss left the game she texts me before half he left the game it was 10 nothing and and she texts me and was like this is so depressing to be at with my friend (laughs) and i said yeah well i mean it's only 10 points she goes no we're leaving she sent me a picture of a hot dog stand outside of lumen field they scored and tied the game and i went "You, you better get back there she's like it's too late and then they won, and she went, oh, my God. That's the, the example number one of why you never leave a game early, because you never know what's going to happen. Miami Heat fan in the NBA Finals learned that the hard way. I would argue Seahawks fan did it in the <laughs> NFC Championship Against game. Green Bay. Yes. They totally did. I. It, it was funny because they almost won last night in spite of Pete Carroll. Like, I thought Pete Carroll had a horrific game last night. Starting with the decision early on uh, to kick the field goal, I just disagree with those kind of calls. I, I thought that was cowardice. It's it's 10 nothing. You're 6 and 7 it's on the year. Yards. Like, what are we doing? Go for it. And then on top of that, they had another moment where they kicked a field goal. And instead of just taking the penalty, they call timeout to not get the delay a game. And then you look up and they only have one timeout with less than a minute to go to try and score. And it's like, ah, could have used that timeout. They weren't decisive enough in the moment. He had the, the calling timeout that then got the call challenged because he couldn't get the play in on time. And so they had to call the timeout to avoid the delay a game that allowed Philadelphia to challenge the play in which they saw that Drew Locke was down. Just like, what are you doing? You blew two timeouts. And he argued to the officials that he should get that timeout back. That was a game that they won kind of in spite of their head coach, but he's smacking his guy and running around, and it's old Pete Carroll, so it's fun, but I didn't think he had a great game last night at all. I thought Buck, going into the half, sounded like the most depressed announcer. I think these guys are tired of the unders hitting every week. It's just like, what are you calling? There's no points being scored. It's 10-3 yeah. to 3 at the half. Yes, he had an all-time line, too, with an analytical decision. He said, the analytics say go for it, but that doesn't take into account Drew Locke. <laughs> Poor Drew Locke. <laughs> and then he won the game. And then he won the game, which Joe I Joe would- Buck should have to text Drew Locke. I'm sorry, you may see a quote circulating. I was wrong. Congratulations on that dub. I think Matt Patricia should have to refund my bet for not having a safety over the top (laughs) when you have a four-point lead with 30 seconds in the game. It was an obvious, we got to throw it deep play. They have to score a touchdown to win. A field goal does not beat you. There's 30 seconds. They only have one timeout left. And you're playing one-on-one on the outside and letting a corner get beat deep. That's a great defensive strategy. Uh, we'll get to college stuff. We've got a big uh, announcements yesterday in college football. we got some local school updates to get to as well and a flipping of the five-star quarterback. Uh, but coming up next, we'll, we'll wrap it up with some NFL things here in the first hour, and then we'll dive into the college game uh, next. Dirt and Sprague on 1080 The Fan. is Dirt and Sprague on 1080 The Fan. It's alright cause I'm saved by the I still love the caffeine addiction with Jesse Spanos. That's me right now in my life. The caffeine pills. Put them down, Jesse! Put them down! I'm so excited! <laughs> 
They made it sound like she was doing fentanyl. She was injecting black tar heroin, man. <laughs> Jesse, put these pills down. <laughs> what are they? They're caffeine pills. I have to study. <laughs> that is an what? all-time episode. What? All-time. Yeah, How can we do a drug episode with no hard drugs? Yeah, <laughs> without cocaine. Drama. Or heroin or meth. How funny would that be a modern a modern Saved by the Bell and she's just like smoking meth out behind the school? Jesse, what are you doing? It's like the cookie monster on Family Guy when he's putting the cookie <laughs> yeah. on a spoon. <laughs> cookie, could have cookie. <laughs> just an awful episode. And they couldn't even the do weed because back then a lot of these idiots thought weed was going to yeah. lead them to heroin. That and was the gateway drug, it man. Was. Once you start smoking weed, next thing you know, you're homeless. Oh, for madness, baby. I love that my mom actually said that to me once at a car and about 10 years later, I caught my mom in the garage hitting a bong <laughs> and I'm like, gateway, huh? Uh, uh, what are we gateway into here? Gateway to parenting, I guess. <laughs> Uh, Eric Adams, the mayor of New York City, has an all-time worst answer to a question that was the easiest question to answer. We need to get to that today. <laughs> yes, he does. Uh, we have some fun with audio in the second hour after we talk about what Oregon did. Uh, I want to go over a couple little notes here. I saw this one. You know I quote this guy often, which means I really like his work. Mm -hmm. And I've tried. I, I swear on everything. I have done everything. I've emailed. I have texted. I've cold called. This is our white whale. I cannot get this guy on the show. I've offered to pay him. I've literally in a text said, you name your price, I will Venmo you right now. And he hasn't responded. What's the number he responds with that's too high? That's too hot. Like he says, you I want have, this. You, yeah, you would have a number. You're we're not doing that for the show. I would. I offered fifty. Okay, that's for reasonable. a twelve minute hit, which that's... is I've never paid anybody. I've never McAfee'd. No, and I I just want the guy on because I find him to be one of the brightest analysts, uh, whatever writers out there. Mm -hmm. Benjamin Solak does a great deep dive article every week on the Ringer. He put this out on the Ravens. The Ravens have lost seven games in the last two regular seasons with Lamar as the starter. They had at least a 75% win probability, according to ESPN's win probability tractor, uh, tracker, in the fourth quarter of every single one of those games, Dirt. Wow. Five of those seven, they had 90% chances to win in the fourth. So if they don't blow big leads, they win every game with Lamar Jackson, basically. They're undefeated over the last two seasons. Seemingly, yes, with Lamar Jackson. And yeah. I, I, we don't need to get into the MVP thing. I just That was a mind-blowing stat that I read yesterday. And it kind of tracks, because you remember their losses. The Colts game, they should have won. Should have won it. The Steelers this year, they yeah. should have won it. The Dolphins last year at home, remember oh, that game? Oh, God, I gambled on that game. I remember it well. It was like 35-10. to 10. Yeah. Lost that game. They do that every once in a while, but largely... We talk about the Niners dominating. The Ravens are right there, too. So Monday night's going to be a lot of fun. I already told the wife, we're home, I'm home, on the couch. We're done with what we need to do by 5.15 on Christmas night. I'm 100% with you. Because that is 11-3 versus 11-3. and yeah. three. I don't care if it's Christmas. It's Niners versus Ravens. It might be a Super Bowl preview. I, they would be my two picks for obvious reasons to win the NFC and AFC right now. So you think this is the Super Bowl that we're going to get? I just have a hard time. Like, just your thoughts. It doesn't matter I'm if way right more confident in San Francisco than I am Baltimore, but if I had to pick now, yes. Okay. I, I don't think anybody's going to be San Francisco in the NFC. I just don't. I've been on that hill for a long time. AFC's a little more open. Like you tell me, Buffalo gets hot. One of these other teams has a nice weekend. Uh, maybe it's Miami that surprises everybody because their defense gets healthy. Like, okay, I, you can make that argument to me. You would have a hard time arguing to me that the 49ers will not be in the Super Bowl right now. And final thing on the NFL. We can get to more NFL things later. I want to get to college here. Can we admit something? We're all kind of secretly excited even though we're we're not happy that we're excited but we're secretly excited for Thursday night football. Are we? Do you know the matchup? It's Rams and Saints. <laughs> is there a reason we're secretly excited? For, I mean, I'm going to watch. One's chasing still a division and the other is trying <laughs> to stay in the wild card and I know the Rams won't beat the Niners. Rams, I don't know if they're the team I want to play in my first playoff game. Matthew Stafford. Nakua and, and Cup yeah. with, with Stafford and Kyron Williams. It's a really good coaching job by Sean McVay. From one of the worst teams in the NFL last year, hitting the reset button, having to let some pieces go, trading away Jalen Ramsey, to being back in playoff contention. Stafford's a stud, dude. When he's healthy, man, he, he can sling it with anybody in the NFL, and he's having a really good year. 
So you're not excited. I mean, I'm going to watch. I don't know if it's like, it's not Niners and Ravens. In the uh, season of seven and seven teams. Yes, I'm very excited. Let's go. Isn't I mean, the kind of the NFL, though? Seven and seven versus seven I, I and don't seven? Know. I think I've gone, look, I as somebody who on this show at times has supported Derek Carr, I've now reached the point that there's nothing about Derek Carr that gets me excited to watch football. Check down Carr is not my favorite. Did no. you see, we didn't talk about the, the reason they won on Sunday was not Derek Carr. It was Jameis Winston. Did you see what Jameis Winston did? Uh, tell tell me what he did. Oh God, this is the this is Jameis Winston in a nutshell. He showed up to the game dressed like a like seventies gangster. I don't. He was like wearing bell bottoms and stuff, but he had an old school suitcase and he was carrying the suitcase. And everybody then started joking like, "We got to find out what's in Jameis Winston's suitcase." And I'm hoping that this is not a joke because somebody tweeted after the game that he said what was in the suitcase was nothing, and that was his pregame speech. He got in front of the team and he said, guys, what's keeping us from being the team that we want to be? Opened up the suitcase. Nothing in the suitcase. Said nothing. (laughs) We're in our own way. There's nothing that's in our way. Close the suitcase. They go out and win the game. Grab him by the you-know-what. Eat some crab legs. Jameis Winston getting dubs in New Orleans. Nom, 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 nom. Can, I, can I say I usually hate Jameis Winston? Dude, damn. it was hilarious. Go look at the picture. Just search him on Twitter of him walking in the sideline. It's like It looks like an old 1980s suitcase. Everybody's like, I wonder what he brought in there. And evidently, that was his pregame speech. Detroit gets L.A. in the first game in the playoffs. You don't tell me Detroit's sweating out of their butts. Stafford back in Detroit. <laughs> oh, revenge Stafford game. Stafford Goff. Oh, revenge game for both. That's Just brutal. Depends what week for the Rams. As the resident Rams fan on the program. That's I, right. I forget you're a Rams fan. God, t- you're a weird sports fan. <laughs> <laughs> they were in L.A. when my dad was a kid. Now they're back in Who L.A. Who does your dad root for in college, Schultze? A beaver. Oh, dad mattered for the NFL, but dad didn't uh, matter because the college, Ducks are yeah. winning. <laughs> no, I just I took the Ducks from from my ex stepdaddy, you know. So so the emotional trauma, but hey, I got the Ducks too. So there you go. That's way to I, go, dude. Way, way to, to just put a wounds. knife in your dad's back. A stepdad's college team. <laughs> oh no! Oh, uh, my dad brought me my Rams fandom, so it doesn't matter. Uh, that would be a fun matchup. Rams, Lions, and Detroit. That would be a lot of fun. I'm all in on that one. That'd be lovely. Loaded second hour. Oregon getting two huge commits recently. Let's talk about it. Hour two, Dirt and Sprague on the fan. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.